love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to episode five of Banter Buddies, the podcast where Brian and I get together, hang out, chat, and of course, banter. Brian, hello. How are you today? Neil, I'm doing I'm doing great because we're chatting. I oh. like chatting with you. Oh yeah, we're back at it here. We have uh, we're on the mics, you know. We do this we do this show every other week, so it really, you know, uh, it doesn't really feel like uh, like uh, oh we just talked. It's been like oh wow, it's it's been a little bit, you know. That's that's kind of how we do this. Neil, you know what I do in between each time that we chat? What's that? Nothing. I just look forward to the next time seeing you. You wait is what you do. <laughs> I sit in my basement in front of this, my little Zoom computer screen mm-hmm. waiting for you to send the Zoom link. I'm like, Neil, send it, please, soon. And then when it's it comes through, days away. then you know it's time. You know it's time to do the show. Time to do the show. Yep, we're back. We have uh, we appreciate uh, everybody listening. Thank you for uh, you know if you're hearing this, that means you are a faithful banter buddies subscriber and listener. Hopefully, you've subscribed to this show. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Podcasts. You know, there's you're lots a of places. B, you're a B buddy. You're a cuckoo B buddy. <laughs> wow, we didn't talk about that nickname. That is uh, that's a good one. You just came up with that, didn't you? Yeah. What do you think? You like it? I'm just floating it. Yeah, no, I dig it. We do need to come up with a name for our, you know, nickname for our listeners. And I feel like you just you just came up with a good one right there. Be buddies. Neil, I was ice skating on our local hockey rink. Nice. That, it's not a hockey rink. It's barely attended piece of ice. There's no, <laughs> nobody plays hockey on it. Right. It's It's where you go to learn. There's been a lot of, and I haven't skated in like 13 years, so I'm, you know, I'm getting back into the flow. I'm getting in the flow. You know, I'm teaching my son how to ice skate a little bit. And there's been an incredible amount of new skaters this year. I don't know if it, like, happens all the time, but we're talking all ages. They're like, hey, this is the year I'm going to try ice skating. And it makes me think, Neil, I need to teach you how to ice skate. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I, I, think I could, like, stand up and I think I could, like, you know, scoot around without falling, but I, I would not say that I have like any technique or I don't really know how to stop properly, you know, like it takes time. Uh, yeah. I need to be, I need to be on like a proper ice rink where there's boards around the side so I can just like slide into that or whatever. So yeah, I definitely could use your tutelage and, uh, Tut- is that a real word? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to tutor me. You're tutelage. Your tutelage. tutelage. Yeah. That's um, great. I'm going to say that more. Yeah, tutelage, um, and I would I would really like that because you you uh, you kind of grew up on the ice, and I grew up in the water and on the basketball court. So you know, it's 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 a diff- different type of thing. You haven't taught me how to shoot a basketball. I learned mm. everything I needed from Mister Rogers. But, <laughs> wow. Um, well, didn't he have a basket? Yeah, he had a shooting basketball one. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it in a while, but that you- that sounds like something he would do. You have given me some pointers on how to do play drums on the kit. Okay, yep, yep. I still haven't figured that out yet, but <laughs> you know, when we played water polo together, you definitely taught me some swimming technique that oh, I good. needed that I didn't get from the the pool, the lessons. Oh, good. Yeah, I mean, you you were you were a swimmer right off the bat, so you know, you could you could hold your own, but yes, but when you get into a competitive situation, you know, any sort of other little mini tips go a long way so yeah yeah i did that maybe i did help you out in the pool a little bit so um so yeah you got to pay me back by helping me out on the ice the frozen water and you got to learn you got to learn how to ice skate so we can do cuckoo on ice i mean that's, that's true like come on yeah that's the yeah only reason well when you first said you're gonna teach me how to, how to uh you know skate the first thing i thought was like oh yeah this is gonna be a video or something like that for sure so yeah but I mean, we've, all, we've also been talking about this I've cuckoo on ice just idea. as friends that didn't lead to some kind of like <laughs> something for cuckoo yeah we got to turn into content these days it's not yeah, just, you, it's not just it, good enough to do something for the heck of it it has to be postable i mean yeah i learned how to embroider but that's only <laughs> so i could like embroider hats you know not for like doing flowers not for funds so, for merch yeah of course yeah you gotta do merch all the things hey you did teach me how to swim a lot of technique stuff when we played water polo one thing you didn't teach me how to do i don't think you because you don't know how to do it how to like 
be feisty and like fight under the water. Like people are always getting so rough in water polo, everything beneath the water. It's because you're a lover, not a fighter, Neil. That's true. I would I would never resort to those uh, dirty tactics. You know, I would never. You know, it's against the rules, so you know it's not really uh, it's not really a good idea. But also, you know, I, I'm a swimmer. I'm a really good swimmer, but like. I was also just learning the game of water polo at the same time. I didn't have a background in water polo at all. Like we were both starting out as sort of newbies in that kind of way. So, yeah, I could help with the swimming technique, but I, I, I don't know how to do the underwater fighting and all the wrestling and all that, all that stuff as well. So, so I, I was, uh, I was a rookie just like you as far as that stuff goes. What was that Iowa school we always swam against that had all the? exchange students from turkey and in turkey water polo is like the national sport and they were incredible yeah i think I, G. I, I, I think i think of grinnell grinnell, grinnell. iowa um yeah i'm not sure exactly where in iowa that is but yeah they had a very good team and then i think also like hamlin here in the twin cities was the other team the other team that had like really good like international <laughs> students coming in here who have played their whole lives whereas like here in the states like hardly anybody you know grows up playing water polo you like do it when you get to high school maybe but mostly like college like maybe california and floridians <laughs> do that stuff but everywhere else it's like now you learn that later but i think these eastern european countries some of that water polo is a huge deal out there and uh yeah so, so there was some some ringers in the house i think for, for some of those matches our team had a good time anywhere outside of the pool <laughs> we had yeah. fun in the locker room yeah, the fun locker room, won. fun in the hotel room. It was a party. It was kind of a party vibe uh, a little bit. But, yeah, now you know about uh, Brian and I playing uh, water polo before water polo. before we started this band. It's, it's, it's how it was. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, what, that's, what, that's one of many times I've learned how out of shape I am is water right. polo. That's how you learn. Get in the pool. Find out how much uh, how, how in shape you are. Uh, but yeah, you guys, uh, welcome to Banter Buddies. We are going to get to our voicemails here. It's a very different um, kind of show for us. We don't have uh, a main topic. Uh, we decided that uh, you know every few episodes or so we're gonna we're gonna um, do a you know turn the tables a little bit and instead of us asking you about game board games or dogs and stuff like that. We want you to send us questions, and we have a great slate of questions here. Thank you to everybody who called in and uh, you know dropped us a voicemail, and we just got a bunch of questions that are all very very different, and uh, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to a bunch of them here, and uh, we're gonna riff. We're, we're gonna find out what people want to know. We're gonna hopefully hopefully uh, answer your questions. We'll see. You know, we'll see if we can give you some uh, you know some some good answers to these, some answers that will suffice. Neil, um, any yeah. answer is a good answer. Come on, <laughs> subjective. Uh, yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, we, should we just jump right into these, Brian? You ready to listen to some some voicemail? What's up, Cuckoo Kangaroo? This is Particle Don, and I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. I was wondering, what are your favorite types of action figures? Particle Don from Cleveland, Ohio. Goodbye, Cuckoo Kangaroo. Particle Don. I think that's the name. Particle Don. Particle, particle Don. Don. Like Particle what? Board. Particle Don, I or mean... Particle Man. Well, who does the song Particle Man? Is that is that uh, uh, giant? They might be giants. I think it is. I think it is. Particle Don, though, you know, definitely, like, Particle Don's parents had a specific vision in mind for, you know, Particle Don. That's why mm -hmm. they bestowed upon Don two first names. It also sounds like a like a wrestling name particularly. Maybe particle he's a maybe he's a, he's a pro wrestler or whatever and he hits you over the head with the particle board, you know, like that's like his weapon. Neil, I know we do this all the time, but I love talking about cities because mm -hmm. we've been in so many of them. Cleveland, Ohio. Oh yeah. What a cool city. A lot mm -hmm. of cool stuff going on there. Yeah, we're not even we're not even uh, you know, we're not even, we're being totally serious there. A lot of people maybe hate on Cleveland, you know. Um, there's a famous joke in, uh, in 30 rock where they hate on Cleveland, like over and over and over again. Really? Um, yeah. I guess I yeah. Sh should I watch that show? Is yeah, that any good? Jason Sudeikis's character is from Cleveland and like Liz Lemon, like is like always, you know, dumping on Cleveland, um, wants him to move to the city in New York. But, uh, you know, we like Cleveland. We've been, we've been to the rock and roll hall of fame many times. We've played many shows there, the grog shop. Great place to play a show in Cleveland. We've, uh, we've been to the, the Q, the arena there. 
Um, so yeah, we, we've got we've got good memories in, in Cleveland, and yeah, we we do like. That's why we ask people to like tell us where they're from, is because we like to like sort of talk about that area and what we know about it and stuff like that. There, you know what? There's a great bubble tea restaurant, little shop down from the grog shop. We've always had great, great food there. Yeah, grog shop. I believe it's in Cleveland Heights. Like that's oh yeah, like that's right. Yeah, right that's there. on the edge. Maybe Cleveland people might. Oh, that counts. But yeah, just go over there. There's a bunch of cool shops and little restaurants and stuff. All right, like let's that. hit this up. Favorite action figures. Action you, figures. Brian. What comes to mind right away for me is I'm a Lego guy. I'm Lego hardcore, like brought my Legos to college. And, um, but I, but GI Joe's really got it, really rocked it for me. And we're not talking like the tall, like 12 inch, like 50s GI Joe's. I'm talking like the little ones, like the little, like four yeah. inch guys that had the rubber bands holding it together. I was, I was big on hitting garage sales up. <laughs> trying to find more more maybe not more gi joes but more accessories yeah and more like uh vehicles and stuff like that that they could go in and stuff like that yeah yeah and i remember cheerios not honey nut cheerios but just regular cheerios you could get like a a medic all red like first aid kit kind of gi joe that like fit with the set and so i oh, had like wow. three of those for some reason yeah, yeah, GI Joes are rad. I, I definitely had those. That was like an early action figure toy for me, um, as well. GI Joe's Neil, big. Um, this, but from, this question is made for you. Your house is littered, not littered, but like full of action figures. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but I, for me, the big ones are Star Wars figures, like again the four inch ones, like the little like Kenner ones or whatever. Um, but you know the from the from the mid nineties, from the like re release of the of the films. Um, that's when, that's when I got into those. Um, but yeah, those, I really collected those and really me and my brother would just like, yeah, go to target and search for certain ones and stuff like that and, and everything. So that, that's like my main, that's where my brain went at first was star Wars figures, but I also really enjoyed, um, Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers stuff too. I had, I had a lot of like figures for those types of things too. So those oh, are my yeah. those are my main collections, and yeah, now I have some of them at my house here, and I have them on shelves and stuff like that. I just got into my Star Wars toys again, so it's fun. It's fun to hang on to them and have them for later. Like if you have kids, then you can like hand them down to them and stuff like that. So yeah, figures are the best. And now, especially, kind of sort of re- recently got back into it with like um, some newer Star Wars stuff with the Mandalorian stuff. They have these like they call them Black Series figures. They're like a little bit bigger than the four inch ones, but they're like super ultra detailed and they're like twenty five bucks. And it's all about the detail and the points of articulation, so they can move around a lot and stuff. So Ooh. you know, I'm not too much into the new ones, but I have dabbled a little bit and got a little more of those. So, yep, that's that's my action figure background. Any any more besides GI Joe for you growing well, up? Well, I did. I'm trying to think. Probably, I don't know. I got. I did have a Donatello. Where yeah. Donatello was like wearing a. Like a trench coat and had a hat on, and he was holding like a pizza box, and you could put a pizza, like a little like plastic pizza in the back of him, and then he twisted his arm and he shot a pizza out of the box in front of him, and it went far. Like we're not talking like a McDonald's toy, like flop out like six inches in front. Like this thing went the distance. We're talking like four feet. That's, that's pretty far for an action figure. I feel like that Donatello put the action in action figure. Oh. Donatello, Particle Don, this is a great question. Thanks for opening up the questions of the week. All right, let's get to our next one. Hi, my name is Luna McHugh, and I would like to ask you, how do you make your songs? All right, Luna. Hello, Luna. Luna McHugh. McHugh. Luna McHugh in the house, everybody. What's up, Luna? Luna. I like that name, Luna. You know what I think about when I think about Luna? Harry and the Potters, they do that... Oh, yeah. uh, Lola cover, but they sing Luna. Oh, wait, uh, what's the Luna what's Love the, Good, right? Or Love something? Luna, 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 Luna. Luna oh, that's Love Louis Louis. Good. Is it Luna? And then Louis, the Louis? actress who played it in Harry Potter like sang it with them at like a Harry Potter con. Oh I my gosh, about, I didn't uh, know that. That's incredible. <laughs> you know, we, yeah, we got a shout out Harry and the Potters on almost every episode. So every, no, but they have it. so many things to talk about. <laughs> that's why they're just not, they're all over the place. Luna, thanks for this question. Neil, can I jump into this and then please, you just keep rolling? Please, on Luna it? wants to know how we make our songs. How do we do it? How do we do it? Okay, I feel like everybody who makes songs probably 
will say similar things, but we come from it in every avenue possible. Like there is not a one way path to making any of our songs. So it comes from different things. Usually Neil and I always have a big topic list going. Like we're always chatting about, give me topics, give me this. We're asking a lot of like friends and, and family and fans like to be like, Hey, what should we write songs about? And we like keep the list going. So we always had that list going. And then usually just iPhone, or like little phone melodies that we have going in our, that we keep track of in our like little recorder devices, little choruses that we have there. And sometimes those are the beginnings of choruses. Sometimes um, then we'll make a beat to that. Sometimes we make a bunch of beats or we get a beat from a friend and we write a song to that. It comes from every avenue, really. Yeah, but, I think kind of what you're saying is that, you know, really it's a it's a process where it starts with just like a little small idea and then we record that, you know, very briefly, and then it just keeps growing from there. We keep adding adding more parts to it and adding verses and adding, you know, different different um, bits to the song. So it kind of just like starts out really small and then we just slowly expand it over time and, and that's how we get to a, that's how we get to a final song. But we do usually always start chorus first, right? Wouldn't you yep. say that, Neil? Yep, topic and chorus is usually how it starts, like concept and stuff, and then, and then yeah, we go from there, and yep, and then we'll like make a dance move maybe, or we'll come up with like a like a I don't know, like an outro, or it's like some jokes or something like that. So every song is a little bit different, but it usually just starts with like a topic and then a fun chorus, and uh, we roll from there. So yeah, we've been making songs for a long time, and sometimes they come they come out differently, but that's the general that's the general uh, path. And if you ever have a song where, like, this song kind of sounds like another song, just know that Neil probably yelled at me about that. And I said, it's going to be okay. And he's like, we need to make it different. Yeah, you got you got to make your songs different, you know. Keep keep people uh, guessing. Keep people uh, wondering what comes next. Um, but, yeah, Luna, thanks for asking about uh, how we make songs. Appreciate Luna, that. Luna, 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 Luna. <laughs> Luna, love, good. All right, next caller. Hello, Neil. Hello, Brian. My name is Kenny White, and I live in Northeast Ohio. I'm curious to know, what are some of your pet peeves? What are some things that each of you find especially annoying? Not necessarily about each other, but just in your everyday lives. Thank you. Pet peeves. Pet peeves in the house. More Ohio. What's up, Kenny? Yeah, Northeast. I don't know what's up there. No, uh... we've we've played up in, oh, Northeast. That's like what I gotta look at a map. That's like Moline, Molin. <laughs> That's on the way towards Buffalo. You know what I mean? So you can kind of you're in you're in good company in general. You're you're a Great Lakes person. Yeah, that's so. up there. That's some Lake Erie. That's some Lake Erie business up up in there. In general, um, you're used to once in your life having about 24 inches of snow dumped on you in like a four hour period. So. I would say Cleveland is Northeast Ohio though. Maybe it's just outside of Cleveland, you know? So that, that, that could be the case. There's a good like 45 minutes of driving back up the coast. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Kenny, uh, Kenny wants to know about pet peeves, things we find Ooh. annoying about stuff that other people do. Um, you know, the first thing I think about, this is, this is a weird one. I guess that's what pet peeves are, right? They're like, little things they're never like i hate mean people i hate sad people no they're like little sort of um they're uh, oddities they're yeah. odd, little obscure oddities that could like you can handle a lot of things but they just twist the knife on it you know yeah or it's a, it's a thing that maybe um other people like don't even notice or don't care about but for some reason it really bothers you the first yeah. one i think about is i hate when people misuse the term literally Oh, you know, like, uh, yeah, yeah. People say literally a lot and it's just hard for me to, to hear it and, to to understand that you, or to, to hear that you don't know the meaning of literally, you know what I mean? So that's a tough one. So you, you will never catch me saying literally, um, in the wrong way. And, you know, I I don't know, I'm kind of passive aggressive, so maybe I won't call you out if, if you say literally, um, and you don't actually mean it, but in my mind, I'm thinking you don't mean literally. That's not that's not how it actually kind works. of passive aggressive. <laughs> and Neil, if you were to call out somebody on the true meaning of literally, you would literally be annoying. So 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. People say literally when they when they you know they mean like uh, really. You know what I mean? Like they just want to accentuate it, so they say literally. But that's not what literally means. <laughs> I feel like most of my pet peeves are like eighty year old man shaking their cane pet peeves. Like oh, that's, <laughs> like. What are you thinking? What What are you thinking about? What's well, your, what's, your, what's your one? But I have one that kind of isn't. I have okay. one that. What's your normal think, one, and then give us your old man ones. Yeah, I think one of my normal ones is it really bothers me in a conversation when someone doesn't ask a question at all. Yeah, so you're saying you're having a conversation with someone, and they are they are just talk. Is it about them talking about themselves, or they are just talking about anything without sort of bringing in the other person? It's that, it's that. And so I guess you wouldn't even call that a conversation. That'd be an interview. But that's, (laughs) it happens sometimes. And I know that I'm tough because I will 20 questions you like nuts and you don't even have time to ask a question, right? You go hard the other way. Yeah. I go real hard the other way. But that's just because I'm just like curious. But sometimes, you know, you're on your like third time of meeting this person and they don't flip the script once to say like, and do you like tacos? You know what I mean? And then <laughs> yeah. um, that that's probably that probably will lead me to avoid that person. That's yeah. that's probably peeving. Yeah. Yeah. Straight I, peeving. I can't really think of any other ones. I mean there's like stuff I don't like, but I feel like pet peeves are like pretty like specific like little things. So I'm not really sure what else what else I have. What are your when, what are your sort of old man gripes? When people don't shovel their sidewalk oh yeah come on that's a big minnesota one it's oh you know, man it's like i'll give you a you, ticket for that you know so you kind of have to but you know people will just skip it now i'm not saying i'm saying okay cool hey you're out of town hey you're not a morning person okay whatever cool it just snowed no big deal but we're talking like multiple snows it is now obvious that this is a highly used part of the sidewalk and it is, tra- I mean, this is my old man shaking the cane. You know what I mean? It's iced over by this point. Now it's a little different now. It's a little different. And this is why it's subjective. Hey, here we go. Oh yeah. It's like when you're pushing a stroller or you're walking around, you got, it's, then you want somebody to shovel, right? Or you're helping grandma or something like that. Uh-huh. But now you got like a three-year-old and you're pulling them in a sled. Now I'm avoiding people who are too good at shoveling because then I'm just going on concrete. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying it's flipped a little bit here. Oh gosh. People are going to get a real <laughs> kick out of these. These are, these I don't feel like rough. this is old man. This is just like neighborhood watch like type of stuff, right? <laughs> like you're just like shaking the cane. Yeah, I know. I know. You're like prowling the neighborhood looking for, looking for little problems. Uh, but yeah, I like that question. Good one there for, uh, thank you. Thank you, Kenny, for asking about pet peeves. That's a, that's a really good question. Neil, this is probably, I, for the first time I ever said next caller, I'll never do that again. Go ahead. Uh, I, I Go ahead. like it. No, I, I like when you bring it in, but I'll bring this next one in. Next caller. Hi, this is Hannah and I am calling from Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. And I was wondering, would you both like to go back in time or go forward in time to the future? We love you and hope you enjoy the questions. Have <laughs> a good one. Bye. All right, Hannah. All right. Thank you, Hannah, for the call. Very, very Minnesotan accent there. Sounds like uh, one of us, Brian, like a Midwestern in the house here. Brooklyn Park. What's up? up? Hannah, yeah. local hero. Hannah's just chilling, by the way, too. I like Hannah's just kind of whispering on the call. Maybe like someone was like asleep in, in the room or something like that. But Hannah was just, just she's just laid back calling into the cuckoo voicemail line. You know, just very relaxed on that call. I appreciate that. Hannah, this is a great question. And <laughs> oh, I think about every time I watch some time travel TV show or some time travel movie, I'm always thinking about, I'm thinking about like, why would you do that? Why would you do this? There's a new like, Netflix comic book series called The Umbrella Academy. Uh, Neil, you got to check it Ooh. if you haven't seen it. Not for little kids, but they time travel a lot. And I think about it because everybody always time travels and messes with something. Oh, can't do that. You be okay. careful. Where are you sitting on this? Just on a generic back in time into the future. What you doing? 
Yeah, this is a really good uh, Would You Rather. You know, we've, we have another one of these coming up. But yeah, we play Would You Rather on this podcast every few weeks. But uh, this is a tough one. You know, I definitely could come up with reasons for either way. But I got to say that I am more intrigued about the future and what will what will come next and what the advancements will be and where things will be going. You know, it would be, you know, it would be fun to go back and, uh, you know, maybe... Maybe go on some uh, attractions at the old school Disneyland and stuff like that. Or you know, <laughs> that's so funny. That's where you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about like past attractions I never got to go on, or um, you know, go back and you know watch a, watch an NBA player live that I never got to see. You know, like go see like Larry Bird or you know go see like Wilt or something like that. Like there, there's there's definitely back in time ones that I would dig, but ultimately I feel like things were worse in the past, and I think. You know, I like to think that things will continue to get better in the future. And so, I don't know, I'm more intrigued about what could be in the future. Whereas, like, obviously, the past is the past. It's already happened. We have books that tell us about these things. So, in some ways, we can experience them and can kind of understand what was happening. Whereas, the future is unwritten. And so, it would be cool to go forward and uh, and see what it's all about. So, I guess that's where I'm at with it. What, what about you? What you have in mind? Wow. I'm complete opposite i i totally want to go back in the past i don't want to touch anything in the future i want it to be a complete mystery i don't even want to peek forward i don't like spoilers i don't like to know i don't even like to lately i've been doing a thing like if i watch a movie trailer as soon as i know i'm going to watch it i turn it off i shut the (laughs) shut the tab completely you got me you got me you got i don't even (laughs) pause it i shut the tab so i don't read anymore about it yeah, no, that's and, a good uh, point. I didn't think about the idea of like you can go into the future, but then you also have to come back to your normal life, and then there are things that you know about that yeah, you, can't you can't unsee. Unknow. Yeah, so that's an interesting wrinkle there. And I am so terrible at secrets. I'm so bad. I would, <laughs> I would be the worst person. I but would also be you, like this. This makes sense though because you are you're very into history. You're into learning about history. You're into watching, you know, documentaries about the past and, and 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 you know, reading about, you know, like wars and stuff like that. Like so this 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 makes sense uh for you, I think. That's true. I but but like I was saying about the TV shows before, I would go back and observe. I would purely observe um and for like little nuances that you can't get in books that that's the reason why I like some films that are period pieces because they show little things about like, Hey, you know, this is how this task would have taken. Like, I understand there's the big, like, Oh, this, this battle happened and this bank robbery happened, but there's little things about like, this is how a car, like, this is how hard you had to turn a car back then. I understand (laughs) you can like figure that out. Like there was no power steering. I like the little figure out those little nuances of things like, then you kind of understand your current world a little better. Yeah, the details. About, yeah, I like those little details. So I definitely would go back to understand maybe where we are currently better. That's that's in a macro sense. That's what I would pick. That makes sense. So now, Hannah, uh, great call. Now, now great Hannah call. knows. Thank you very much, Hannah. Hi, I'm Layla from Bloomington, and how do you know everybody poops? Layla, 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 with uh, you know, probably probably the call of the week right here. You know, I got I got to think. You know that this is this this is probably about as good as it's gonna get. Layla wants to know how do we know that everybody poops? We ask. Great Layla. question. Great question. I mean, you know, we've been usually, doing research. Usually, people just like take our word for the things we say or put into a song, and they they assume that you know that's just what it is because you know they 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 made it into a song, so they must know. They must be. They must be telling the truth there, but you know what? I, it, 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 this is a deep question because now it's got me thinking about the idea that some people out there maybe don't poop, you know, and I don't know how that works, but, you know, there's a lot of people. There's there's millions and millions of folks out there, so um, maybe some people have found a, a way around the act of pooping, Brian. I'm thinking that our song should have been Everybody Should Poop. Yeah, exactly. Right. More yeah, of yeah. a recommendation being like, don't hold it in too long. You know, yeah. not like saying it's going to happen. Be like, it, you should let it happen. Yeah, we, we are poop advocates here um, and we're, we're trying to get that message out. But, you know, we, we're, there's a, definitely a lot of assumptions happening here in the in the song. Everybody poops. You uh, know, Layla, this question came from Layla, who said Layla was from Bloomington, which Bloomington. I'm, I'm guessing it's not Bloomington. Illinois, it has to be Bloomington, Minnesota, my hometown. And 
someone this intelligent is a you know a future Bloomington Kennedy high school grad. It's just gonna happen. You know? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think she's also going to win the spelling bee for the whole school and uh, probably go on to be a Rhodes Scholar as well. So um, bright things in the future for, for Layla. You know, she's just starting out now with, uh, you know, deep philosophical questions about poop. But, uh, you know, that, that, that's where they all start. Right. And then they uh, graduate up and suddenly, hey, they're graduating from a, a Ivy League school. And, and we don't uh, we don't think back to where it all started. But we will remember for Layla that started right here on this podcast with a question about poop. Neil, we now have National Geographic kids coming to our house. Ooh. Did you know that the wombat poops in a cube shape? No, that is adorable and very, very like efficient. You can just stack them up. Oh, I didn't even think about that. But yeah. I was just, I mean, this is probably going, this is TMI, but like how does your rectum shape a cube? <laughs> it must be just what it looks like on the inside too. You know, that just must be a representation of uh, what their what their guts look like. They have just more cube-shaped uh, stuff going on in there. But that's that's fascinating. Um, wow! What a gnarly the, fact, right? The, the animal world—that's that's some that's some down under business right there, Brian. Hey! Uh, <laughs> thank you, Layla, for the call. Next right, one. Next, next, Neil. I get to say this one. Okay, you say, you say, you say it. All right, next caller. My name is Finley from Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and my question is: Would you rather eat a lemon pickle pudding or cheese that has fell in mud and stays in that mud for three months? Another would you rather, right? Finley, here, what's up, Eau Claire, Wisconsin? So close to us. What a fun like fin- city. Finley might be a repeat caller here. I think it's a super fan. I don't know. I feel like maybe we've had Finley on the show before. But, Good. hey, that's the thing. There's no limit. You know, if we get the same people calling each week, we'll take them. It doesn't matter. Let's go, Finley. Come on. Keep it rolling. And especially like, with a creative question like this, right? This is not a normal question that you hear very often. It's a would you rather featuring lemon pickle pudding. We need or- people to call in. Every two weeks, everything. Come on, please. We need to fill up the call bank. Everybody thinks like, oh, it's Cuckoo Kangaroo. They have one popular video on YouTube. They have all the callers they need. We need more, you guys. Come on. We need more. Absolutely. Okay. So, would you rather here? Would you rather eat lemon pickle pudding? I don't know where that comes from. Or a a cheese that has has fallen in the mud and stayed there for three months. I mean. Finley here from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Cheese on the brain. That's how it works when you're from Wisconsin. It's all cheese all the time. I understand that. Neil, um, lemon pickle pudding does not sound bad. It sounds good. I would actually put like dried dill on the top of it. Oh, it sounds like some, so sour. It's like ugh, so sour and so like just I could just imagine my whole face puckering up when when having a, a bite of that. But I will I will actually go with the lemon pickle pudding here because um, you know I'm worried about the safety of that cheese. You know, obviously cheese is better than lemon pickle pudding, but cheese that has been in the mud for three months that's going to have some mold. It's probably not safe to eat. So you know I don't want to get sick. So I'll probably just go with the with the disgusting vibe of a lemon pickle pudding. But I don't know. It sounds like you you actually would enjoy the bite of the lemon pickle pudding. I mean, I'm all about bitter. I'm not full, full sour, but I do like a little sprinkle of a lemon zest, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm down with any kind of pudding. Let's go. But you're it's interesting that you're like the mud is not bothering you. It's the time that the cheese would spend. Now, what if it was a cold mud? What if it preserved it? What if it was oh. kind of refrigerated mud? I'd roll some dirt on my cheese, especially if it was a smoked Gouda with a heavy what do you call like oh the rind like a really mm-hmm, thick mm-hmm. rind that's what I'm yeah. all about in a cheese. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, the 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 mud could be preserving it in a way, and yeah, it could be sort of a almost like a sauce or a little jam you put on there. So maybe maybe it would help things a little bit, but I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting one. But yeah, I, you know, I hope uh, maybe maybe Finley makes a really delicious lemon pickle pudding, and someday we can sample it. Uh, I'm gonna try it. Now, the three months makes me think, like, Finley tried something that in the mud that was, like, eh, two months, six days, and it was like, if this was in here for 20 more days, it'd be gnarly. Yeah, she has an experience with this, for sure, eating eating some mud cheese. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Well... Good question, Finley. I hope uh, hope we uh, answered it correctly for you. Hopefully, you uh, you know enjoyed our our answer to that one. Hi, this is Katie and Daniel from Seattle, Washington, and we have a question for you. 
Is your favorite animal a kangaroo? Kangaroo. Thanks. Bye. Seattle in the house, everybody. We got Seattle. Ooh, all the way from the Pacific Northwest. Seattle. What's up, Katie? What's up, Daniel? Thanks for that great question. We got it. Yeah, it's, uh, we're wondering about kangaroos. I mean, it's in the band name, Brian. I mean, it's hard to say that we don't enjoy uh, kangaroos. I mean, they, they are pretty uh, fantastic creatures. I mean, we already talked about uh, wombat, you know, being from, uh, uh, you know, down in Australia. And, and I've always really enjoyed, um, uh, you know, creatures from from Australia. They just have so many indigenous animals down there that you can't find in any other part of the country they don't they don't let them happen anywhere else you know we're talking platypus. about yeah plat- i did a, i did a, like a report on a platypus in third grade i don't know why i always remember this it's like one of the only like elementary school like reports and reports i mean like a presentation like i had like a tag board and was talking about like their like spur they have on like on their foot and you know how they breathe and all this stuff and yeah, so I, I've always loved platypus, but I've also always loved the idea of like there's this whole big country that just like has all these animals that nobody else can get. So I've always liked a koala, kangaroo, um, you know, the the kookaburra bird, stuff like that. So I do really like Australian animals. Now I don't I don't know that I would say the kangaroo is my favorite animal. Um, I don't even know what I would say for the answer for that one. Probably, probably mallard just, duck, right? Probably that's. I know that's yours. I feel like we've been over this before, on maybe even on this show. I don't. I don't know, but um, but I, I certainly have a lot of love for kangaroos, but probably not my favorite animal. What do you think? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I don't even. I don't think I could even do a list. I I've mm-hmm. been. I'm into animals, wild animals, and kangaroos as marsupials are just like. So awesome. Um, quick fact, did you know that there's larger kangaroos? They're called wallaroos. They're like oh, no. bigger. Jeez, that sounds I, fun. I think I think I could I would put kangaroo up there as one of my faves. Just because of how different they are and just straight up how buff they look all the time. When you stand up, you just see their muscles and their arms. It's just like they're just ripped, you know? So yeah. um kangaroos are are a Fascinating, Neil. We man, now that I'm thinking about, it, I just Australian animals are amazing. Do you know about the kookaburra bird? Do you know that they like trick other birds into raising their young? They like put their babies in another bird's nest, and that mom like ignores their babies and just takes care of the kookaburra bird. Do wow, you know diabolical! I did not know that. It More is, National that, Geographic Brian here for us. That's great. That one came from a different book I was reading, not Nat Geo. I need to get into more Nat Geo. But um, it was, diabolical is the exact term. There's like a European uh, butterfly that does the same thing. They like lay their larvae like into an ant thing and the ants take care of it for two years and stop taking care of their other ants. (laughs) Diabolical is the perfect thing. But um, sorry, I tangent. So, yeah, I had like six tangents that you said, Neil. I was ready to go. You know how you're talking about how you remember? What did you remember? The platypus thing that you did? Yeah, in... yeah. Plat- duck build platypus uh, project I did in third grade. Okay, fifth grade. I had to do a project where you had to like dress up and be a person. And I, uh, I did Will Steger. He's this Antarctic explorer that was from <laughs> uh, Minnesota, and I dressed oh. up as him and learned everything about Will Steger. Did I tell you about this when we were living in Winona together? He like spoke and I like went and met him and was like, I no, was you. That's funny. I didn't know that. I think I, I maybe, I don't know. Will you should have come with me. You would have loved it. <laughs> He's this old grumpy guy that lives up in Ely. Nice. Will Steger. And you were, you were him as a, as a young lad. <laughs> I don't know. I thought about this cool. Katie, Daniel, thank you for this lovely question. Kangaroos are cool. Hi, my name is Annabelle and I'm from Pennsylvania. And my, I have two questions for you guys. What are you guys' favorite hobbies, and what are you two's favorite breed of dog? Bye. All right, there we go. We got another call there, and and, and it's hard to hard to hear the name. Is it Errol or is it Aaron? Sorry, sorry, we couldn't really pick it up there. But Errol's a Errol, cool name. Errol is a an awesome name. Aaron is yeah. a cool name too, but Errol is more uncommon, more rare. Errol's a sweet name. 
Yeah, so uh, they want to know what is our favorite hobby and what is our favorite breed of dog. Nice double question here. I don't know. It's kind of, you know, we didn't say only ask one. So, you know, Errol here is, uh, you know, getting it in, you know, asking the question and doubling up. Uh, Favorite hobbies? You know, uh, you know, I think uh, there's some well-established ones. I like to like to play basketball. I like to watch basketball. And I like to uh, learn about Disney parks and theme parks and stuff like that. Uh, what else do I like? I also really enjoy podcasts, making them and listening to them. And uh, I like uh, going on walks with my dog. And uh, yeah, that's about it for me right now. Stuff like that. I collect uh, t-shirts too. So, you know, those are some of my hobbies right wow. now. Wow, Neil, you got a lot of hobbies. I'm a hobby person. I, I keep keeping it going with the hobbies though. So I don't know. What would you consider your hobbies, Brian? Do I have any hobbies? Um, something I really like to do, I really love mowing the lawn. That is like a zen time for me. Or just yard work in general, too. You have a nice, uh, we've talked about your, your compost enthusiast. That was uh, one, one of our Brian or Neil questions. So, That's yeah, true. you like uh, composting and raising up some, you have, a, you have a nice little gardening situation there. So I would, I would think it's more than just mowing. Maybe you don't like those things quite as much. Well, but. I don't know. I do like all the things, but there's something about mowing the lawn. It's loud. You stay away from it. Nobody comes near you. Then I've been mowing our yard like since I was like nine. I don't know. Ten. When can you start mowing a lawn? Eight. Yeah. I I remember back in the CD time. Now, this is probably why I have terrible hearing. But my lawn as a kid took about exactly like 55 minutes to mow. And so I that's how I would listen to a new CD that I got. It's like I'm mowing the lawn once a week. I'm going to put in a CD. You can listen to the whole thing in that time. But you have your huge headphones cranked up as loud as like totally. the Sony CD player would go. And uh, yeah, crunched it out. All awesome. And then I started mowing lawns for the whole neighborhood. My brother and I had probably had like seven lawns. That's pretty good for seven a week, you know? That's huge. Yeah, a little business going on, right? In the, we right only in the charged $10, though. That was yeah. a steal. So yard work. Another one of your hobbies, though, Brian, is is, is films and movies. You like to oh. watch them. Maybe you don't get to watch them too much now, but even when you're not watching movies, you're like staying up on the latest news. So to me, that counts as like a hobby. That's true. I love film, and I besides, I like basically all film except for horror films. I don't watch horror films because, as you and I have talked about before, like we get legit scared. Maybe our imaginations are too big. You know what I mean? We can't, probably like I like. Like, I'll even have the most – we don't like jump scares. And also, like, our imaginations, like, really run. But I still stay – like, that podcast – you were talking about The Ringer and that podcaster, Bill Simmons, is he always talks about horror movies. He loves them. I still stay up on horror movies so I can talk to other horror people about them. Yeah. But, yes, I do love films. I do love films. I wish I had more of a taste for absolute, like, ambient – um indie films like i did in college like i could really just watch like a terrence malick film like that's really subtle with like just little tastes of themes but i don't know you have to kind of like sit still and like take a walk after him <laughs> i don't have time for that anymore but yeah I yeah, guess so. I bet Errol didn't want to know about Terrence Malick films, but uh. that's okay. That's okay. And then favorite breed of dogs. I mean, I have had a, I have a blue healer right now. I grew up with a blue healer, so that's probably my favorite breed of dog. And um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of like more like medium medium uh, sized dogs. So anything kind of in that range, not too big, not too small. Right in the middle is great. And uh, Brian, you've talked about your your love of uh, bulldogs. You like a you like a big uh, English bulldog. Any, any other any other. Uh, dog breeds off the top of your head you can think of i like any dog that doesn't jump on me That's what I like. <laughs> yeah there we go all right thanks for the question errol hey brian hey neil my name is david calling from a very great london um you guys might recall a few years back you jumped on tour with frank turner around the uk and you uh <clears throat> you met a guy with a cuckoo kangaroo tattoo on his lip well, that was me. What I'd love to know is if you guys are planning to come back to this side of the pond when you can. And for the record, I do not regret the tattoo. It's still number one on my list. All the best and stay safe. There it is. All right, David. Oh, my gosh, Brian. From from uh, from overseas. I think this is our first overseas call, potentially. Okay, if I can remember, David, I feel David, we met David at 
like what looks like Hartlepool, but they call it Hartlepool. <laughs> Hartlepool. That's the show that at that's a Frank Turner tour when the ceiling collapsed during the show. It like fell apart or something. Yeah, I'll, I'll never forget David. David, you don't have to remind us. We, David, we, we know you. exactly who you are, and yeah, you know we have... we've been back to the UK because your girlfriend came to our show and was like, "Hey, you're like oh, doing yeah. finals and can't come." So, right, but we know right. we know you still care about us. What's yeah. up, David? What's up, David? Yeah, David's got the he's got the accent. He's working in the you know he's out there in the UK. Appreciate that Call, calling in from all the way over there. Um, but yeah, we met David. That was that was like five years ago now, something like that. Um, but yeah, glad to hear he's doing okay. And he wants to know if we're going to come back. You know, yeah, as, as Brian said, we have been back over the last few years. Last, uh, you know, we've done like three tours over the last like five years or so. Back going back over there since our inaugural trip. But yeah, we'll, we will be back. We don't have any plans right now. Obviously, pandemic and everything is happening. So. You know, traveling is not really uh, happening, but, uh, you know, I got to think in the next year or so, hopefully we will be able to return to the UK. We love it over there. It's really fun and really like interesting to learn about all these different cities and see the countries and I don't know, just 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 get around and, and see a different type of place. So uh, Neil, it's yeah. so cool when we go there, especially, yeah. you know, we've gone with, you know, MC Lars in the past and, you know, mm-hmm. Mega Ran and different people yeah. that have come over. Um, but the coolest thing is that most people, when they go to the UK, they're like, Hey, I saw Manchester, I saw London or something like that, but we've got to go to the tiniest little nooks all over the Island. We need to play in Ireland. We've played about five shows in Scotland. Um, we've done two shows in Wales. Um, but we have a great time over there, but Neil, we have a new conundrum. Oh, we've, we've toured in the UK like five times, like long time ago in the U S We've only played like bars and pubs, so we only have like twenty-one plus fans over there. I know we have, I know we have a lot of family fans, but we've only played, you know, we've played Amanda's um, Hat Museum um, a couple times to do some kids shows. But how are we going to do kids shows over in the UK? I know we got we got to find out how to you know how to do family shows in the UK. Right now, we only play bars and we only. You know, do shows for people who have, um, you know, tattoos on their in the inside of their mouth. So, um, you yeah, know, we we're got, not as big as Peppa the Pig, you know. That's so right. What we we got to find the way, you know, and then mix in some some family shows with some uh, pub, some pub shows with some some points. You know, uh, I always think about David, Neil. I think about David a lot, actually, because we get a lot of emails of people being like, we're your number one fan. Right. And right. it's like it's like, OK, cool. But do you have cuckoo kangaroo tattooed on the inner part of your lip? You know, so the bar is high out here, everybody. So for everybody who thinks they're they're a really big fan, well, you know, that's that's where it is. You got to beat that. I know that there are five humans in the world that have some sort of cuckoo kangaroo logo tattooed on them at this point. And it's very it's an honor and it weirds me out and it's cool. So thank you, David. All right. One more call here. Hey, y'all. This is Violet from Piedmont, North Dakota. I was wondering, if you were a Barbie doll, what type of Barbie doll would you be? You know, there's Malibu Barbie, Cherry Pie Picnic Barbie, Paint and Dazzle Barbie, Wrath and Rockin' Barbie, and then you've got a cool shopping Barbie and working woman Barbie. There's thousands of them. So, Brian and Neil, which one would you be? Ooh, Barbie doll question here, Brian. Wow, this is... uh. This is this is uh, a lot of new information to me. Now I definitely have heard of Malibu Barbie, but the rest of those were all new to me. Cherry Pie, Dazzle, um, Rock and Roll—I didn't know about all those, so I, I don't really have a lot to pull from here. Do you know about any uh, any Barbies, or we're we just gonna make some up? Should we just make up some new kinds of Barbies we want to see out there? Neil, I'm gonna go on a different way to start really quick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I think Violet said. There has to be a goof in here as like a funny joke that subtlety. Okay, remember when we did our tour and we played in South Dakota and we played where your family's all from in Rapid City? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that night we stayed in a place called Piedmont. So I was like, Piedmont, North Dakota. I was like, no, Piedmont's in South Dakota. And I looked it up. Piedmont, North Dakota is like a funny thing that they somebody says in – in uh coyote ugly there is no piedmont north dakota neil oh man 
Okay. We so, got got. We got got. Well, okay, yeah. So, but we still have to answer the question, right? Or should we no, just ignore it? I'm just it? saying. I think. I think that's cool. I, that I remembered that we stayed in Piedmont that night. Good that's memory. You have a very say. good memory. Okay, um, wait, Barbie. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, Malibu Barbie. First of all, Ken is really cool. What Barbie would we be? I feel like I would be basketball Barbie. There has to be basketball Barbie. Um, I'm gonna Google it now, but I think. Uh, I've seen that. I've seen like an NBA Barbie, you know, where she's like in a jersey and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'll go NBA or basketball Barbie, please. Or WNBA Barbie. That's even better. Yeah, WNBA Barbie, of course. Yep. They're rocking it. Um, I'm um, I'm looking up some Barbie stuff right now, like, and there's a Mary Antoinette Barbie that is <laughs> bonkers. Nice. Who, who signed nice. off on that? Nice. Who signed off on that? Is just. And a together forever, Romeo and Juliet, Barbie and Ken. Ooh, maybe if they read Romeo and Juliet, didn't end so well. What a Ooh, weird thing for Barbie. Awkward, to be. awkward. Um, I want to be whatever Barbie. You know, I'm not really down with convertibles, so I don't think I'd be Malibu Barbie. I want somebody. I want a a Barbie that drives a sensible car, like a Camry. You know, like a yeah. Maybe you know something like that. Is there sensible Barbie? I think you just made it. Yeah, it's sensible Barbie and, um, you know, very comfortable clothing and comfortable footwear and, you know, just kind of straight down the middle. You know, not too extreme, not too conservative, just, you know, sensible, just keeping it real. I like that. Sensible Barbie who who knows that she should shop at Whole Foods, um, but sometimes it just isn't in the budget and you got to rock some coupons and shop yeah. at Cub Foods, you know? Sensible Barbie. That's great. That might be a new song from us coming soon. We're going to work with Mattel. And, uh, yeah, hit us up, Mattel. This fake this fake call uh, got us talking about Barbie, and now we're, now we're interested. I'm loving it. Thanks, Violet. North Thank Dakota, you. South Dakota, wherever you're from, the Dakotas have good people in them. We know. There you go. All right. That does it for the calls. But, you know, we're, we have uh, we got to like, prompt you for our next episode. We want you to call in and be on our show, Banter Buddies. All you got to do is give us a call, 612-424-0036. And uh, on the next episode of Banter Buddies, we are going to be talking about gifts that we have received. So what we're wondering for the next episode is what is the most unique gift you've ever received? All right, so think back to your birthdays, your holidays, graduation, whatever you did or whatever you uh, you know received. Think about uh, think about those gifts and what, what was one that just made you say, "Wow, this is a uh, this is interesting. I've never got this before, or this is so cool. I can't believe you thought of this as for a gift." That's what we want to know about for the next episode of they Banter can be, Buddies. It can be an odd gift. It can be a yeah. bonkers gift. It can be a weird gift. It can be something that you're just like, really. Really? Yeah, exactly. So the most unique gift you've ever received, give us a call, 612-424-0036. All right. Neil, I like the way you say that number. Oh, it's the number. It's the number. I'm slowly memorizing it. Neil, hit us up. We're doing some recommendations. What you got on the list? Recommendations time. Yes, this is uh, time for us to tell you what uh, what we like and uh, things you should check out. I am going to recommend um, a band and an album I have been enjoying recently. Brian, it is. Uh, I, I guess I would I would describe this as. Uh, like new jazz, more like electronic jazz, I Ooh. guess I would say. I would say you love jazz. Um, I love jazz, but you know this isn't uh, this isn't your you know grandpa's jazz music here. This is a band. Um, I think you say uh, Ap- Apifera. Apifera, I think is the name of this band. A P I F E R A. We'll link it in the show notes too, so you can just click on and listen to it. They're from L A. And they just put out an album called Overstand, and I think it's really cool. It's just like really soothing to listen to, um, and it's like keys and drums and bass, and it's all sorts of different cool sounds. And um, yeah, it's just sort of uh, it's it, it is jazz, um, but it is also very sort of atmospheric and sort of minimal in some parts of it, and very like texture based and things like that. Um, but I just love it. Really just like relaxes me. I like to put it on and listen and, and, do, and do some work or do some writing and stuff like that. So yeah, it's kind of been something I've been putting on recently to, uh, to work to, and it's just really nice and I've really been enjoying it. 
And uh, yeah, hopefully, um, you know, hopefully we can see a show from this band someday. I would like to go see that maybe here at the Dakota uh, here in the Twin Cities or I don't know. They could probably play rock clubs as well. Um, but yeah, it's uh, jazz musicians are just really talented musicians usually. So um, it's just like a really cool, like dreamy kind of vibey record. So Apifera, Ooh, uh, Overstand. I cannot wait to check this out, Neil. Yeah, yeah, it'll be in the show notes for everybody to listen to and uh, put it on when you're trying to chill or just want to hear some different kind of interesting sounds in your brain. And you haven't been listening to much music lately, so I'm happy you're finding some new stuff. That's right, yeah, they got the whole album over there on Bandcamp, so yeah, you can listen to it too. It's on all the streaming services and stuff. So That's my recommendation for this episode. Brian, what you got? What you going to recommend? Neil, we did our hot sauce challenge last week. Oh, yeah. I've probably... I've had such a small experience. I've had such little experience with hot sauce that. Yeah, you and me both. We were so nervous and we were like, look at these <laughs> hot sauces we're doing. Everybody laughed at us. And yeah. then we and then we tried them all and we're all like, oh, do we like hot sauce now? And we, there was interesting. You picked a couple that had like really flavors in them. And so my recommendation this week is Cry Baby Craig's Hot Sauce made Ooh. in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Neil, guess what I've been doing in the past week? What, you been eating it? I've been putting it on every meal, breakfast, lunch, <laughs> and dinner, and I have about a fourth left of the bottle. Oh my gosh, you are you are uh, you know, you have you've you flipped over to the other side of the hot sauce spectrum. You're you're all in now. It's awesome. It, it I mean, I definitely have tried so we had 5, but we had like four bottles. I've definitely done the other ones like that um there was like a spicy Mexican hot sauce, and then there was like the Louisiana vinegar one. Yeah, crystal. Which I don't mm-hmm. really like the vinegar one in the morning, but I've put it on a couple like salads and stuff like that. Nice. Um, and the one that had the other like mango thing, that one's there. But Crybaby, because it has the pickle, the pickled habanero, and nothing is cooked in it. I've been like going on a Crybaby deep dive. They just put out a brand new sauce that's like a pure black sauce, and um, I hope it. Go- Anyways. Crybaby Craig. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. We did a live Instagram, a uh, little uh, Instagram live together uh, recently. And yeah, now we're, we're converted. We might like to have a little bit of that on, on our food going forward. And so that's cool. Yeah, that was like the hottest one, too. So that's I awesome. Know. <laughs> I just think it's so interesting. Like I'm I'm recommending something that we I thought was a joke that we were going to like never use again. And I'm going to get another bottle very soon. <laughs> Turns out that trying new things is a good thing. Trying new things. So, Neil, yeah. thanks for getting that. Thanks for getting all those uh, those hot sauces. I'm, yeah. It's going to take me in a new level. I'm going to do yeah. it. Absolutely. All right. That's our recommendations for this week. Let's get to uh, the game. Let's play a game here. And this Ooh, week, I love it, games. It is uh, it is name that tune. So we're going to play a clip, a short short clip. From a Cuckoo Kangaroo song, and uh, you have to guess it. Just yell it out wherever you are, and uh, you'll see if you can get these. I tried to make them a little tougher this time. Uh, maybe first time around is a little too easy. So we'll see if you can uh, pick up these. Let's, uh, let's listen to the first one here. Oh, some vocals oh, there. Oh, unique, a unique clip. Ooh, one more time. It's like a... It's like a very deep vocal right there, Brian. Wow, That's... somebody has a really strong baritone in our oh. band. Who could it be? Someone getting way down there. Okay, so do you guys have any guesses? Go ahead and say it. Oh, you got it right. It's My Jam. My Jam, you guys. That's like towards the end of the My Jam song, kind of in the bridge there. Hey, so, hey. Hey. yeah, breaking Neil, it down. We got to before. I mean, this is really like quite, if you look back, like a year ago, pre-pandemic, we flew to Florida. Got to hang out with the Harlem Globetrotters and make a video yeah. with them for this song. How crazy is our life? That was a great that was a great memory. That was really fun and that was, yeah, easily one of the best video shoots we've ever been on. So yeah, this song will always remind me of uh Harlem Globetrotters, which is super cool. <laughs> All right, next one here. Next one here. Uh question number two, uh, for name that tune. Um, let's listen to this clip here and see if you got it. Have you heard this one? Do you guys know this one? Might might be might be a little bit of an older jam. Let's listen one more time. Oh, 
right? Go ahead. Guess right now. Go. Guess Brian, it, Wendy. What did you pick? Brian, what is it? LMNOP. LMNOP. One of the first songs we ever, ever, ever wrote. Yeah. Brian, I believe you came up with this idea that the best sounding letters are LMNOP. What what a line. What an idea. What a concept for a song. And uh, yes, that is the very intro, like a little bass line starting to uh to that to that one so yeah we sang okay so we won the battle of the bands that we played with the old band birthday party and then they were like hey you have to have an encore so we like put this song together in the dressing room to come out and play the song we never had really done before yeah yeah elemental p one of the very first coup songs ever it was on the list. Element of P was on the list of what to call our band, but I think there is another wow. band called Elemental P. But I think they spell name. it out like Elemento, like E L M E N O H P E E or something like that. They so. spell it phonetically, yeah. Nice. All right, let's get to the third one here. Next next little tune here. What's this one? One more Ooh, time. Snip it real quick. Snip, snip. Little three second one here. Two seconds. Here we go. Oh, real brief. This one's probably the easiest one on here, though. Do you guys know it? Do you know it? It is Unicorns Are Real. Yeah, you knew it. That that one is maybe a little easy. That's like the, one of the main melodies in, in that song. So Unicorns Are Real right there. Hopefully They're you real. got it. All right. And uh, one more here. Last one of the bunch. Can you get it? Let's find out. Let's listen. Rapid Fire. What? Oh. What, what, is it? What, what, is it? what is that man saying? Rapid fire. Hmm. Rapid fire. What is rapid fire in one of our songs? Jeez. Hmm. Jeez. Something off Critters, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe in that era. Brian, what, 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 go ahead and tell the folks what this one is. Neil, I know that everyone's thinking like, no, it's not this song because they used this song in the last time they played this game and there's only yeah. been five podcasts total. That's right. We doubled down. This is who farted, you guys. Oh, that's right. You didn't think that uh, we'd use the same one again. We have like, you know, 200 songs or something, but we use this the same one again. Who farted? That's, Rapid uh, fire. Yeah. That's that's our buddy Neil Z, who's oh, yeah. helped us make about 80% of our songs and made the theme song to this podcast. That's right. And uh, he's singing all over our songs all the time. You hear some slick harmonies. Yeah, it's usually not us. It's it's Neil Z singing because we're like, hey, this would sound good if it had harmonies. Neil, can you sing it? Yeah, if we you should hear some credit. False, we should credit him more. If you hear some falsetto, it's usually him. Nice. Ooh, All right. Well, like, hopefully, Neil, great game, Neil. Thanks for putting that together, Neil. Of course. Hopefully, you got four out of four on that name that tune challenge there. Uh, playing along at home, that's fun. All right, one more thing here to wrap up this episode of Banter Buddies. It's new with Coup, new with Coup, where we talk about the latest and greatest things we're working on. New with Coup, new with What are with we coup. cooking up? What are we putting out? What are we, what are we thinking about? I think the first thing we got to talk about, Brian, is that a few weekends ago we went into the green screen studio here in the Twin Cities and uh, made some new videos that will be uh, released uh, here in the next few months. So you can be on the lookout for that. But we had a good time, didn't we? It was, it was an enjoyable uh, shoot. Neil, it was nice. It, uh, it's always, this is, uh, it's, it, to be honest, it was difficult planning, you know, to shoot, to make something happen um, in the pandemic, you know? Yeah. Testing and, like, tons of extra space and a huge green screen studio and... You know, I have to be hyper specific. We were we've never been so prepared to make some videos before. So I'm, right. I'm hoping that when they all come out, people are going to love them because uh, there was way more work than we ever do to make them happen, to make sure everybody was safe and um, and everything was being respected. So, yeah, yeah, it was it was a, it was a fun shoot. But uh, speaking of uh, dance along videos, green screen videos, we have a new one coming out uh, here uh, very very shortly, uh, coming out here on uh, on Wednesday as we, as we record this a few days before that Wednesday the twenty seventh of, of uh, January we have a brand new dance long video for our song Puppy that is going to be hitting the YouTube 
uh, channel. So uh, it's, <laughs> it's coming out soon. It's coming out re- real soon here. It might even be out as you listen to this. So the puppy video, Brian, what can we say about the puppy video or the puppy uh, song? It's, all, it's, uh, it's full of dogs. Full of doggos, and our friend Allie sings on the on the song, so that's fun to have a different vocalist on there. That's not Neil Z, you know, sing, singing singing beautifully. Oh, Allie from Al- the band Allie and the Scoundrels. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, that's the only one. She's good. She's <laughs> real good. Yeah. So, so yeah, I hope you check it out. Yeah, puppy video. It's from our Celebrate This. We made a dance song video for an older song. Yeah. From our Celebrate This album. Um, we made it for National Dog Day, so we made this song called Puppy. I, I think it's in, Dog Day is in, I think it's in like August or something like that. I don't remember, yeah, but it's good for any any uh, anytime you want to celebrate with a dog or have a dog day. It's all about love, you know, trying to get it up before Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, so go check those out. Neil, we've right. been talking so long. I've had a lovely- a long show. I've had a lovely fifth podcast with you. We're rolling right along. It's been great. We are getting great calls, and then we get to hang out and chat for an hour or so. And, uh, yeah, I hope you at home and listening are enjoying the show as well. If you know anybody who uh, enjoys Cuckoo Kangaroo and podcasts, please recommend this show to them. Let them know. A lot of people don't know yet that we make a podcast. So if you know anybody out there uh, who's a fan, tell them about our show. They might like it, too. We'd appreciate that. And, you know, since... Time is a construct that we all don't really pay attention to right now. Please take a good like two to five hours crafting a really clever um, review for our podcast that you can post. You know, a lot of people say like, hey, it will only take five minutes. I don't want a five minute review. I want something that really has taken multiple hours. Yeah, so. lots, lots and lots of thought. Please put that into your, uh, you know, to your review on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. And remember, please call in 612-424-0036 with, uh, with the answer to what is the most unique gift you've ever received. We want to hear all about it, and maybe you can be on the next episode of Banter Buddies. Um, all right, that does it for the show. Brian, thanks for joining me for another episode. I had a great time. Neil, I'm happy <laughs> we are friends. All right, we'll talk to everybody next time. Goodbye.